0: Welcome to The Pulse on Akaville Radio, hosted by Rachel Schoenbaum. And we are at the Twin Cities Acapella Festival. It's Rachel again, and we are sitting down with Dune North. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. good. How are you? Good, thanks. So uh, we had a chance to hear you guys do your performance at god-awful 915 in the morning (laughs) Uh, and you sounded incredible for that early oh my gosh I mean incredible period but for that early especially so um uh, I wanted to ask how you guys got involved in the festival
1: um we actually saw Adam post about it on the CASA Facebook page and from there we kind of reached out because we know we're a newer group in the area and so not everyone has heard of us yet and so we're like this would be a great time to kind of meet the other local groups whether they're high school professional or collegiate
0: Yeah. It's sort of same, same, same for us. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you talk a little bit about how being a sort of a post-collegiate group is different than the groups that you've been seeing here, the high school and the college groups? Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure.
2: Um, I mean, definitely in terms of just how everyone gets together, because when you're in sort of a high school or collegiate group, um, sometimes you just have very like strict, okay, this is like rehearsal times, this is whatever. And two, it's, you often see each other constantly throughout the day. Um, we're sort of professional. And we all have sort of our own nine-to-five jobs um, and doing stuff afterwards. And so it's definitely the time that we have together feels almost more um, like we feel more inclined to work really, really, really hard because we don't get however many day, like however many hours in the day to sort of work um, on things outside. And so the time that we do have together, I feel like we really just kick it and try to get some stuff done.
0: Yeah. Do you practice, like, sort of individually outside of that? How do you, do you make sure that you sort of, like, know your parts so that when you get together, your time is focused?
2: Yeah. We, we have a, like, we have MIDI tracks that we send out, and we sort of split them up by parts, so you can just listen to it. We'll be on, like, on, like a car ride or something or a bus or something listening to it. <laughs> um, and then what kind of things do you guys do sort of on... I mean I practice a lot in the car because
1: I, 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 oh, I come from Eau Claire so I have to drive to Minneapolis every weekend so I spend a lot of time driving so I practice in
0: the car a lot. So. How did you guys all meet? How did you find each other?
3: So we all met in college. We all went to the University of Wisconsin Eau Claire um, and we were all in different acapella groups there. Uh, Three of the boys were in Innocent Men, Barry was in uh, Fifth Element, and I was in an all-female group called Audacious, Uh, so we all knew each other from that, plus we were all in choir together, and after college leaving, we wanted to continue a cappella, and it was what we knew, and it's what we love doing, so um, finding the five of us, we were all around this area, and we all wanted to do it and wanted to pursue it, and that's really important that we all have the same vision and the same goal, so that's how we came together about two years ago now. He's nice. like just yesterday <laughs>
0: <laughs> um in that vein sort of what how do you guys choose since you're a relatively young group how I, but you, i mean you've had some experience mm-hmm. obviously back in college H- how do you choose what sort of sound you want Do north to have and then how does that translate into the song selections that you put in your rep yeah
4: uh, yeah, so uh, I guess our sound is um, It's not necessarily something that we sort of thought about Like we didn't go for a specific sound We kind of just all got together um, Kind of heard what sound we were And sort of leaned into that Rather than trying to go for something that maybe we weren't uh, When it comes to song selection We kind of pride ourselves in having songs from uh, different decades Like st- something that everyone's going to enjoy in our set uh, So we have like some oldies uh some newer stuff. We really try to have a broad range in what we choose uh, so that everybody's gonna have something they like in our show.
1: Yeah, it's really a trial and error process. Like we've started out with songs that we no longer do anymore. And so it was kind of just figuring out what worked for us, what audience liked. And then from there we were able to kind of change things around and grab new songs that fit that sound we had developed and stuff.
0: Do you guys do arranging in house? Do you farm that out?
1: A little bit of both. Okay. Um, so we all have arranged something or are currently arranging something for the group, and then we have also um, have a couple of people we've reached out to. We met uh, Billy. Uh, yep.
2: Billy Carlton Jr.
1: Yeah, Billy Carlton Jr. We met him on the Casa page. He just wanted to kind of get his name out there, and he offered a free ar- arrangement, and we kind of took him up on that and loved it, and then we've kind of stuck with him since and have been like – working with him as well as people from local groups around here such as uh, Andrew Berkowitz has done some stuff from us from Six Appeal or Nick Bailey from the Sound Exchange. So really local people that we've met along the way.
0: Very cool. As you guys sort of look forward, what maybe six months a year, what, what do you see? What do you, where do you see the group going and what do you want the group to be doing?
3: That's the big question. <laughs> um, it's something uh, we are constantly talking about. Like I said, making sure we're on the same page and we have the same goals. Uh, currently it's, we're looking at how could we make this more of a career for us and how could we, um, make this, make ourselves busier and make this more sustainable. So, um, the goal, the dream would be, you know, maybe leaving our nine to five jobs and finding, um, jobs that are more flexible. But again, it's, it's figuring out with all five of us, what works best, but that is definitely a big conversation topic in our group right now. Yeah,
1: Yeah. we've been kind of transitioning and taking steps, whether it be like signing with agencies and things like that. And that helps get gigs coming in. And so it's helping us kind of decide what that next step is.
0: Mm -hmm. So what gigs do you guys have coming up? Where are you going to be? Yeah,
2: we have. uh, So we'll be hosting the uh, Chicago Harmony Sweepstakes uh, next month. Um, And so that'll be a a really great to return to that stage. Um, But too, we also have just a few. festivals and fairs hooked up for uh, especially the summer and i think as we're sort of getting through these winter months uh we'll start seeing more of those come in because uh Mm -hmm. those are really great too just going out to fairs because the atmosphere is nice like you have so many people that may not come specifically for acapella uh but then just stay because they're like oh the music's kind of nice yeah
1: but uh chicago harmony sweepstakes march 30th we hope to see you there we'll be hosting that one and that's a shameless plug for you
0: yeah (laughs) well done (laughs) So in terms of sort of you mentioned your nine to five jobs like in trying to fit this in how how hard is that like how do you find the time to devote to this with other things you have going on in your life? Sure
2: I, I mean for me it, it's really the job I have is more exercise is a different part of my brain entirely so mm. I, I don't get as exhausted just by continually working per se but it's Just like more analytical when I do stuff at work but when I do music it's just more creative so it's almost like having a second wind and being able to almost do that that and not really feel the impact it almost just feels like having just one singular job which is kind of nice
3: yeah we've had to work on like what are our priorities and what in our personal lives at this time like do we sacrifice in order to make due north more of a Um, Priority, You know, one time we got back from a gig at 5 a.m. and went to work the next morning. And that's the (laughs) joy of it. That's the love. We love doing it um, whenever we can. So a lot of nights and weekends tend to be when we're doing it right now, which is nice. (laughs)
0: Yeah. What about advice that you might have now that you're two years in and you're sort of over, like, maybe the initial hump of of generating, creating the group? Like, what advice would you have to people who might want to start their own group?
4: Um Well, I think I'm just gonna echo something that uh, Berko actually mentioned in one of the workshops today is that um, you always hear about people saying like, "Oh,, uh, like it nice, it's nice for a hobby, but it's something like, yeah, maybe just stick to that. Um, I think just realizing that you can do it, um, the hardest part is just forming the group and getting started. Once you get over that hump, um, things kind of line up and you you can see, what your next goals are. So I think the most important thing to remember is that it is possible and you can do it if you just get started.
1: Yeah, also just like educate yourself. See the groups around you that are formed or maybe groups that you kind of idolize or like look up to and kind of see how they're doing it or how they got started and really go from there. And it kind of just works out and you just gotta keep going for it and pushing for it.
2: Yeah, and kind of a third thing would just be never never stop trying to get better at Mm -hmm. things, Um, especially, too, if it's just individual musicality or learning your rhythms um, and even just group dynamics. Like, if you think you're at the point where you're like, all right, I'm good, awesome. Like, people say I sound good or whatever. Don't make that be your stopping point. Really, there is always progress you can make, and you'll get even better. You'll feel better because you are better.
3: And yeah.
1: so, I think the biggest thing is communication, though. Like Alyssa has said, um, we're always communicating what we want from the group and kind of what our goal is because I know that's a reason a lot of people kind of end up dispersing is because they weren't on the same page. So communication yeah. is key.
0: That's awesome. Do you find that the greater a cappella community has Boards of advice, connections, like ways that you can network? Is that something that you feel like is missing?
3: Um. I think we're very lucky being in Minneapolis. We have um, professional groups around um, like Six Appeal and the Sound Exchange. When we first got together, that was one of the first things we did was reach out to them and sit down, and they were willing to meet with us. And we asked them for advice on how to get started, how to get gigs going, and um, But we've reached out to people via Facebook, um, through Casa has been super helpful any connection you can make, that's going to help make you better. Uh, so that's something that we've focused a lot of time on and energy on is making sure we're making those connections in the acapella community because it is such a tight-knit community and everyone is so willing to help and they want more groups to form. They want more groups out there. And that I think is really cool. It doesn't have a competitive feel to it at all.
1: Yeah, really just just reach out and the worst thing that can happen is they don't answer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well, we're glad that you answered our call to sit down and speak with us. Thank you guys so much Thank for, for time. Thank you for having us, yeah. That was Due North. Thanks for listening to this week's The Pulse, only on Acaville Radio, with special shout-out to Sam Baker for audio assistance. Remember, Acaville Radio is your home for the best in acapella news, music, and video, only at acaville.org.